episode of the b-side podcast it's a spinoff podcast of the film stage show for the film stage website my name is dan mecca i'm here with my producer connor o'donnell hello connor hello daniel and our guest today is a lovely new york actress and writer her name is rachel ingram how are you great Thanks for being here. We've been talking about doing this episode for a while. I emailed you, I don't know, a month or two ago, and I was like, who do you want to do? And you were like, who are the people? It was Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Michael Fassbender? Yes. Yes. And there was- Shia LaBeouf. Shia? Because you love those conflicted men. I love a messed up white man. That's what I learned. You do? Well, you're in good company currently. And so we chose- Gosling, because he's got a very eclectic um, filmography. You know, obviously a movie star, right? I mean, he's been in enough hits that you would call him a movie star, though, I mean, kind of we're talking about this. I think it's one of those things where he also never really uh, stratus, you know, hit the stratosphere because every time you think he's going to make a string of hits, mm-hmm. they don't hit. You know, like yeah. Blade Runner 2049 didn't fully hit or... You know, La La Land hit, but, you know, he had Gangster Squad before that. And, you know, um, uh, Drive didn't hit the way I think yeah. everybody thought it was going to hit, even though people did like it. He he kind of had a moment, I think, around the time that those movies came out. I think the reason I think of him as a movie star isn't it's sort of a roundabout thing, because I don't think it's necessarily because of mm-hmm. his movies. I think it's that he became a meme, right? Like, yeah. he's just so handsome. He has a book. I own it. The and- Book of Memes. Oh, does oh, you it? own the book yeah. of memes. I do. Is it lovely? It's memeable. It's like the Hey Girl. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's talking to me. <laughs> yeah, and it's great. And I, th- but I think that's kind of what happened. I think he kind of put himself in the general cultural consciousness mm-hmm. first, and then people watching his movies. Well, and even like The Notebook followed. was his first real hit, and even that movie in it in in and of itself is its own meme thing, mm-hmm. right? It's right, very sure. memorable in in what ways good and ill. Um, like a Titanic-y kind of thing yeah, almost. Yeah, not as massive. A smaller version. Yeah, yeah of massive. course. Yeah, but yeah, definitely a similar type of uh, situation. So, Connor, tell us, what are the movies we're going to be talking about today? The B-sides. So the B-sides that we're going to cover uh, today are Murder by Numbers, The Slaughter Rule, United States of Leland. Oh, I mean, of course. Yes. Fracture. Love. Lars and the Real Girl. <laughs> like... Uh, and then, and then he kind of that's, lead. and then after that is kind of actually where he becomes like a, a more of a, yeah. a movie star, and then, uh, and then we're gonna top it off with his Terrence Malick collaboration, yeah, song, song to song, to song. Yeah. which had you seen it before this? I had, you had seen it. It's a completely different film on on the second watch. I have yeah, to I say. would agree with that. Yeah. I would definitely agree with that. It is a completely different. Uh, all right, so Michael Fassbender. We'll get to talk yeah. about him. Yeah. Yeah. No shy. I love though. how no I, shy I got that. He might have been in like one of the music. Scenes. He probably got cut yeah, out of in the audience. <laughs> so many huge people got cut out of that film, and yeah. so many are still like in the fringes of that movie yeah. and uh, Night of Cups. It's it's insane. There's like Thomas Lennon makes a joke in Night of Cups. Right. You know what I mean? It's like that type of thing. Yeah. Um, all right, so Murder by Numbers, Barbette Schroeder. Yes, I'm probably pronouncing that name wrong. Uh, made good movies. Made um, Reversal of Fortune. Which won, which won Jeremy Irons' Oscar, I believe. He played, when he played Klaus von Bülow, who murdered his wife, right? 
uh, I think in the either the late 80s or the early 90s, he made Barfly with Mickey Rourke and Faye Dunaway, which is uh, uh, Charles Bukowski screenplay. So he's made good things, Single right? Single white female. Single white female, thank you. So, you know, studio director, but also not, you know, just your regular studio workman kind of excel, uh, you know, uh, excelled out of that. Sometimes this, he's older, it's 02. And um, yeah, I don't know. It's, I don't know about it. So he makes this murder. Uh, he by makes numbers. this basically two two movies. There's a lot happening. There's so much happening. Too much happening, I'd say. And there's all the there's all the ingredients for something really special. Well, it's, it's basically rope, right? Yeah. Or compulsion, or uh, you know, Leopold swoon, Loeb swoon, swoon yeah. right? And are you do you know the Leopold and Loeb? Story? I don't. So the Leopold and Loeb thing. Uh, and we kind of skipped. We'll get to Gosling himself and his origins. Yeah, in let's a second, not but, forgo that. Yeah, we'll just we'll get in, past we're murder by numbers. Yeah, we're in, <laughs> it's, it's, it's better to yeah, just yeah, we'll just get past him. it. Yeah, no, no, gift to him. He, um, so Leopold and Loeb, uh, basically, two uh, two gentlemen who essentially got super into like Nietzsche's Superman theory. Okay, and and essentially wanted to execute the perfect murder just because they could. Right? Got it. Um, there's way more to it than that, but I'm not going to. Well, there's like a, they had maybe, right, a homosexual relationship. Right, with ho- you know, yeah, yeah, And yeah. Swoon, which is the Tom Kalen movie, an indie movie from the early 90s, is more focused on that element where like rope has obviously over and undertones the way Hitchcock would of stuff like that. But, um, you know, not as clear as Swoon. And then Compulsion is more about the law, yeah, that's psychology an, uh, element of it. That has Orson Welles in it. And it's, um, yeah, and it, uh, Compulsion also has a surprising amount of the homosexuality on the surface Mm -hmm. uh, for a movie that came out at that time. Um, But what's weird is all of those movies that came out before Murder by Numbers Mm -hmm. feel more progressive or at least provocative in the way that they talk about the subject matter than Murder by Numbers does. Well, Murder by Numbers is more of a thriller, right? So it's basically Ryan Gosling and Michael Pitt. Mm Mm-hmm. Are those two characters, and Ryan Gosling is the more dominant one, right? Yeah, yeah. but Mike- not the brains like Michael Pitt. Sure, yeah. he's the charmer, and yeah. Michael Pitt is doing his Michael Pitt thing during that Michael Pitt time he's when he was Michael so Pitt and all over the place. Awkward, lonely <laughs> Michael. Pitt. Michael Pitt, who in the next year is in the Bertolucci movie The Dreamers, huh. which is a great movie if you have not seen it, and was the first movie Ava Green was ever in. Oh wow! Right, and that movie's great. I think it. I guess a little maybe. I I, I haven't watched it in a long time. I suppose it might be problematic now. It's weird with Bertolucci and these times yeah. we live in. I don't know, but but I recall really liking it a lot. It felt like a comeback movie for him, Bertolucci at the time. Anyway, seek it out. I have a question um, though. Go ahead. Do we feel like depending on who was cast? In Michael Pitt's part, Ryan Gosling could have been Michael Pitt's part. That's well, true. and that was yeah, me. Yeah, true. Connor was saying this. He's weird looking. Gosling yeah. in Murder by Numbers, right? And the movie is presenting him like a sex symbol. Yeah. It's a very kind of strange, it, a, little, right? a little bit prophetic because then he became that. Yeah, yeah. Know? Right, but it's weird and... in the movie how he, maybe in 02, he, that was sexy? He's a I charmer. Mean, no, he, Ryan. Like that hair, you, was that, was that in the movie? women in the room. Yeah, no, yeah was, was he always please. a crush of yours? Always. Yeah. Oh, a I Disney watched... kid. Yeah, but I didn't even I right. don't even remember the first I think it was the believer, which is problematic that that that, that, <laughs> that sold me. Great, great performance though. Yeah. There's a lot to unpack. Yeah, there. but it was so I read something, some New York Times thing about him, which is like he's the guy who's not asking to be understood, but like you wanna understand him. So he just has this thing no. that even when he's unlikable, you sort of wanna lean in. No, it's true. Yeah. No, that's a good way to put it. 
Yeah, he's in, enigmatic, not unlike Michael Fassbender, not to continue yeah. to bring, but but I mean, like in truth, you know, or or Shia. I mean, they yeah. all are of a piece in that, like, you know, and I hesitate to make this uh, comparison, but in like a early Sean Penn way, right? Yeah. Where you're kind of like, oh, what's up with this guy, mm-hmm. right? And, you yeah. know, I think a big part Definitely. of it, I think a big part of it too, is that we, we, I think we love to compartmentalize our groups of actors, right? When they, you know, like, and into certain boxes and things. And I think he not even, I, I think correctly. So he just, people are like, Oh, he's like a Brando. And he like tries to be, that's like why he talks the way yeah, he talks. Right? Which is like, just, that's also, yeah. He, ha- he has this quote where he's talk- yeah, yeah. And he talks about how he, he always felt like all tough guys should talk like Marlon Brando. Mm-hmm. And that's why we just got this little, Hey, I'm and then he jumped that like, shark in gangster squad, yeah. which we're not going to talk about. No. Right, it's not no, on our list. No, and not, we shouldn't. No, we shouldn't. No one should. It should never be spoken of. It, no, it's terrible, <laughs> and we should. Uh, I mean, but maybe you drop in a little bit of the voice just to let people know what we're talking. about Yeah, I'll about drop here. in. It is, I will drop the, his voice in right here. Let's see. You're not quite big enough to be Shylock. I give up. What's your racket, handsome? Mostly, I just like to play games. I bet. What kind of games? I like to play post office. Post office? It's a kid's game. Not the way I play it. But my racket is, uh, I'm a Bible salesman. You want to take me away from all this and make an honest woman out of me? No, ma'am. I was just hoping to take you to bed. But enough about Gangster Squad. (laughs) Murder Murder by by numbers. numbers. (laughs) Um... I don't even think we need to spend much more time. I mean, Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. Ben Chaplin. She produced it, too. I believe she did. I think you're right on that. They dated. They did date, which we shouldn't forget because Ryan Gosling does it all the time. He is also- also, He does do it all the time. All the time. Well, not anymore. I believe- But they also met on set. But they met on set on Place Beyond, right? Place Beyond the Pines. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I believe he is also like 16- She played the Pines. 16 years her junior. Wait, Ava Mendes is 16 years old? No, no, no. Sandra, right? Oh, Sandy. I'm sorry. But I think Ava's like eight years or something. Yeah, God. Just, you know, good, good for everybody involved. Yeah, for real. Everyone's seems, enjoying themselves. Seems like a good time. Yeah. Um, she, I think, is on and off in this movie. She mm-hmm. is, when the movie started, I kind of was like, oh, this is this will be good, mm-hmm. right? And I basically didn't remember. And the she's movie, a detective so. hot on the case, right? Yeah, yeah, Just yeah, yeah. To, and then And she has her own little backstory. Right, about. right. She's and got her demons. Ben Chaplin's her partner. That's a, that's a demon and, alone. And, yeah. and her lover. Like, they do this whole thing with it. There, there are, and to your point, Rachel, and this is what I was thinking of when I was watching it, um, this movie shouldn't be this boring. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many elements at play. Like, every actor in it has at least now proven themselves. A movie so- that features a monkey attack. Right. A baboon. A baboon. A baboon. Get it. Oh, yeah. I apologize. Yeah, yeah. This is my resignation. And unironically, <laughs> unironically, a baboon attack. Like, That's no what I, we were talking no. about. Unironically, it's no. in the thriller, and you're meant to be thrilled by this and yeah. not laugh at all. You're like, nope. oh, watch out for that baboon. Yep, no. Chris Penn is in this movie. R.I.P. No, R.I.P. Yeah, sad. Aww. Um, oh, Chris. Yeah. There, I don't know. It's I, there's not too much to say about it. I mean, well, just overwrought, right? There's too many things in it, right? By the end of it, there's so much happening. You can't keep it all straight. Yeah. Right. You don't really know who to care for. Like you don't know who you're. They kind totally. of they try and make it Michael Pitt. I think one thing that this movie does. That yeah, Pitt. Maybe if he was less creepy, would have worked, right? Sure, sure. That made a mistake. I think what this movie does that is, um. An interesting turn for like the the Leopold and Loeb movies, right? Mm-hmm. Is Leopold 
which is the Gosling character, mm -hmm. basically the domineering one, mm -hmm. was also the brains, right? Huh. And every Loeb other, was the patsy, basically, essentially, right? right? Yeah. And, and and like the more sensitive one. So it is, I think, a smart choice from a genre perspective to yeah. to just. I mean, and granted, it's like a cliched relationship, but I think that's a smart move on their part to make the brains the sensitive one. You know, it's yeah. it's an easy move, but I think it helps the movie a little bit. Um, I just, I mean, what do we think? Let's just specifically, like, what do we think about Gosling in this movie? Let's talk about him. It's <laughs> you just, this, she, this just for, the, for those everything. of you listening. I think that's all we need to say, really. Her, just, her face just yeah. went blank. I, just, yeah. I don't think he's, I mean, I don't think he's very good in it. I mean, it's no, an it's, interesting miscalculation. He's, I of. think he's swinging big. Yeah. Um, young, and, young yeah. actor. And it doesn't really work. Um, yeah. And then he, I mean, and then he, he graduates a little bit, right? So he, um, he basically, he goes from this, he does the believer, which is sort of like, uh, for those of you who Is the believer after this? No, uh, I think the believer before, was before. Right? I'll check Did it. Did he like shoot yeah, it before? He, is it one of those? Things? I'll check it while you, while you yeah. go. Yeah. Um, the believer was his kind of, uh, and we don't have to dive into it. It was sort of, for those of you who listened to the Colin Farrell episode, the believer was kind of his tiger land. It was right, like that yeah, movie that was true. the. That was the proof in the pudding, right? Like, the yeah, the Believer came out in '01. You know, might got released later if it came know, out in festivals, right? right? Got but it, got it. around the same time, um, and he was in Remember the Titans. Oh my god, before these, an amazing right? performance. Yeah. yeah, and he famously is the one who remembers the Titans. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I don't have no idea, but I remember <laughs> no, him remember being. He's like, hey guys, he's like a cutie. He's he like sings. a cutie patootie in that he movie. Sings a yeah, 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 he's like a cutie patootie. He's got the blonde hair. He don't, sings. Don't forget those Titans. He sings ain't no mountain high. I don't think he has that voice in that movie. Does he? No. Uh, he doesn't talk. Wood much. Harris, um, great performance in that movie. Yeah. Uh, uh, respect and. Uh, but the reason is I, it Denzel Washington? Denzel, yes. it was. Yes, it is. It Indeed. Boaz Yakin. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, have you heard of Denzel? Do you know who he is? <laughs> remember, that one, right, right, that one film. Yeah, uh, little no virtuosity. Actor. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the, no, the reason yeah. I wanted to bring up Remember the Titans is because the next one we're going to get to is the slaughter. Yes, rule. the whoa, slaughter rule. So, Rachel, can I ask you a question? Yes. Did you even know about the slaughter rule? I did. I saw it in high school. See, that's wow. so crazy to me because when I I literally was... discovered it on like the Sundance Channel yeah. whilst growing up or whatever, yeah. and I remember being like, "Oh, this is into a weird movie, right?" In that indie, yeah, about the totally strange who would ever make a movie about this subject. Yeah. So, how did you see it in high school? You so just loved I, Ryan Gosling. I went through this thing where I had a crush on different actors, and then I would watch their entire filmography. Wow. There was Ryan Gosling. There was Brad Pitt. Of course. Mm. And there was someone else who I don't remember. There was probably Shia LaBeouf, but he didn't have much of a filmography. I mean, you just watched Even Stevens. Yeah, just Even yeah, Stevens. Yeah, of course. And True Confessions, which if we're talking Never about B-side. True. Lot of holes, lot of her name is True, I believe. Her name is True. Right? Am I wrong? Yes, I'm right. Okay. Right. Those Disney Channel movies, man. That they were doing a, things. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that's how I found The Slaughter Roll, and I rented it from my local DVD store. Oh, the, of course. The local yeah. DVD store. Yeah. I mean, who could forget? Yeah, those? Yeah, yeah. Um. But, yeah. I saw the rule I watched on Sundance Channel, and I, yeah, I was fascinated by it. And in revisiting only slightly, I'll admit, yeah, it's definitely like an early aughts indie movie in every 
good and bad way, right? I mean, yeah, they're. I think they're. You want to tell us what it's about? No, so, so it's basically uh, Gosling plays. It takes place in Montana, mm-hmm. and I actually, what's funny, I feel like there's a minute before the movie even kind of reveals that or tells you that. So for a second, I was like, "Are they all Canadian? Are yeah. they doing like finally? Can, are they doing like Canadian football?" True. He's from Canada, by the way. He's Canadian, Canadian gentleman. Ryan Gosling, yes, yeah. born in Canada, um, and he. I think uh, no, no. I, he he basically is the quarterback of this junior varsity team, mm-hmm. and town's running out of money. People don't want to pay to have the junior varsity team around, and essentially he gets bumped from the team and doesn't make varsity. Right. So uh, there is a local kind of vagabond. Right? Do we call he's him? Like, a, he sells newspapers. Yeah, and we all should. Yeah, like a David his Morsi. dad just committed suicide, right? Yeah, are we gonna? Is David Morse a vagabond? I guess. Oh, yeah, he's, he's something like that. Yeah. kind of like a local curmudgeon hermit guy. Guy, yeah. right? Vagabond's good. And yeah, Ryan Gosling, his character's dad has just passed, and it was most likely a suicide. Uh, a suicide, yeah. and um, he had a contentious relationship with this man, and obviously Morse. Kelly Lynch plays his mother. Kelly Lynch, yeah, good performance yeah. by her, yeah. and um. And basically, Morse begins to fill the father role in this context of this strange version of football. Football. It's basically they call it six man. It's like a just a scrappy form of football, uh, and and that's essentially. I mean, the crux of the plot of the movie. That's essentially it. Is he's well, and it's to, a sports. I mean, yeah, it's, it's in a, a lot of ways a sports movie in in, in, in many yeah of those genre staples. Though in this world of like. Indie filmmaking DIY, right? And there, it was a Sundance Labs movie, and it, um, it's like the kind of movie where you know Clea Duvall gets the and credit, you know, which is like just funny to think about. Um, she's pretty good in it. I don't know. It's, I mean, it's worth seeking out. It's Amy Adams is in it. Yes, young she pops Amy. Up. A. Yeah, I didn't even know that, yeah, and then I was, like, I, that, and I was like, I was like, that in girl re- looks a lot yeah, like in the in the yeah. revisit. I was like, <gasps> yeah, Amy, and not even yeah. the lead. You know, Amy Adams woman. also in Cruel Intentions Dose. Oh, dose. straight to Are DVD they... Dose. I... And have they ever popped up in anything else together again? Ry Guys and Amy A. I feel like they have. Am I no, missing something? I don't think so. I can't be. I don't think so. Unless he was also in American Hustle. Because he feels like he should have Everybody <laughs> was in American <laughs> Hustle. Um, <laughs> he, uh, yeah, he, I mean, I think he's pretty good in this movie. It's, he is awkward and this is kind of what i was saying before like he's just in this period now as an actor where he might be like a young teen heartthrob but he's like it's different than i think other younger actors because you can still see like oh yeah i get like he just kind of looks like an awkward kid to me yeah. in this movie like as opposed to being like objectively handsome yeah no. um, well and he's like you know and this speaks to a lot of his career he's it would appear actively choosing the wrong movies sure right he's actively being like no, I don't want to be this teen heartthrob. And maybe, you know, in moving off the slaughter roll, we can talk about his upbringing, which is to say his upbringing itself was kind of something he would push against, right? right. And as much as he was basically a Canadian kid who was at a mall, right? And like got auditions, yeah. right? Like yeah. through his mom, basically. And he had done, and... he had done, you can find him on the, on the, on the YouTubes. Uh, he had done some like local Canadian. Right. Like Hercules. Info, like, yeah. Oh, well that was, oh, yeah. Was that he, not Canadian? He, he had done, let me look. Was that maybe um, Canadian? It feels Canadian. I feel like. Yeah. But basically he had done these, 
things like in a very kind of star kid way, yeah. almost, almost as I understand it, haphazardly, right? You mean star kid, like he finds a robot alien. Oh my god! Remember <laughs> Star Kid? Remember that movie? Do you know Star Kid? I don't think so. I mean, I don't know. It's, know it. it's, it's like a kid finds an oh. alien robot suit and then is a star kid. Suit? Yeah. Alien robot yeah, he suit? like gets in the suit. And he like flies around and fights crime. Yeah, wow. basically. You know, Star Kid. He's, you know how you just a Star Kid. <laughs> yeah, anyway, Gosling, Star kid. Gosling was a Star Kid. Yeah, he was. A, and... He flew around in a robot alien suit. <laughs> yeah. But then he was on. We said before the Disney whatever the thing was Mickey called. Mouse Mouse Club. Mickey Mouse Club. Thank you. Sorry. Once again, I submit Justin my resignation. Yeah, he's, yeah. And he's, he's that class. Lot. He's the Timberlake Spears. Timberlake Spears Aguilera, Aguilera bro. Yeah. Were you gonna forget her? <laughs> no, she's she's on a voice, guys. Uh, dude, how dare you? You gonna forget her, dude? Anyway, Christine Aguilera, never forget. And he was in like not a lot of it, right? Like he has that one clip people always show where he's like dancing. He's the dancer. Yeah. He's dancing. And I wish this was a video podcast because I would play that clip. <laughs> I might just play an audio, but I probably won't. Uh, but it's cute. Seek it out. And then he wasn't in a lot of, of them, right? I think he was chosen, uh, 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 passed over, as he tells it. Um, and then he like had an awkward thing, but it didn't play for what the Mickey Mouse Club wanted. Right. He was there for two years. Which is yeah, like... and I don't, but I think he says he didn't get a lot of play. I'll try to find a clip where <laughs> yeah. he says this here. I auditioned. Mm-hmm. I was uh, uh, wanting to be a dancer. So I, uh, uh, all the girls in my class were, audience, were auditioning. Mm-hmm. So I did too. And somehow I got on. Wow. And then when they hired me, they realized that I couldn't really dance or sing. I wasn't talented. <laughs> so they stopped using me on the so, show. What's his, is his next movie... Leland? Yeah. Yeah, so that's the interesting thing about the Slaughter Rules because it leads into Leland and both of them feel... Slaughter Rules is a better movie, just to be yes. clear. But they, yes. but they do both I feel... Is, is that for you? There might be... Every movie might yeah. be better. Yeah. It's really The United States of Leland is... How bad it is. It is impressive. Yeah. You can't. I loved it, it at age 13. I so did I. Like, we so did I. When, profound. I. when I watched it, I was like... You want to oh, talk about a lot going on in a movie. Yeah. Oh, whoa. Yeah. What isn't going much, on Much too whoa. much. Uh, Kevin no, Spacey it, is in it. This movie is just... Hey, it's a, yo. It's a thick, and it's produced a, it. It's a, yeah, I'll probably so, did a lot of other stuff during it. Once again, I submit my resignation. No, I mean, yeah, I do kind of want to litigate this movie a little bit because it's we a, need, it it's needs a it. I mean, Chris Klein's in it. Chris Klein, here's the thing. Oh my, yes. Chris Klein is in this movie. Michelle Williams? I know. Yes, yeah. It's so true. Chris Klein is in this movie in like it. he is going to have Ryan Gosling's career. Like he thinks he is. Yeah, yeah. he's like, this is, is it, is it right? the best. It's right after Rollerball. Sorry, yeah. Right? Uh, it it's, is. Yeah, I know it is. Because Leland's 04, right? 02. 02. Oh, two. Oh, oh. So it's right around. So oh, then no, it's it is 04. No, you're right. Yeah, it's 04. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, because uh, I think Rollerball, I think Rollerball is 03 or right around then. Yeah. So Klein's in that weird period. And we, I think I kind of talked about Klein when I did my almost movie star Josh Hartnett mm-hmm. episode well, a few on, months back. They did back. Here on Earth together. They did Here on Earth with Lee Lee Sobieski, who could forget. And Here on Earth was like another one of those movies that didn't really hit, but it was like a Chris Klein shot after mm-hmm. American Pie. So we got a couple of shots. And then I think Leland is his being like, okay, I got a couple of movie star shots. Now I got to put, put one in the positive acting category. Yeah. And uh, no. Nope. No, Chris. That is, that he's trying. He's acting so hard. In this and in movie. fairness to Chris, nobody's good in this movie. That's Don Sheedle is not, not good in yeah. this yeah, movie. Yeah, no one. There's, can, can we also Don, talk about. Sheetle. So they he's drop... good in the Avengers movies. Yeah. They... That's how good he is. Yeah. 
He's good as Miles Davis in his terrible Miles Davis movie he made <laughs> that he directed. He's good in it, though. Yeah. He directed himself into a good performance. That movie's terrible. Yeah. The they also this movie is of a time. It it drops the retard word mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just and really like cavalier too. Yeah. It's not like there are like shitty people in the movie. Because the whole plot the whole plot of the movie is basically um uh, Gosling plays this guy named Leland Fitzgerald. Oh, what God. the fuck ever with that name? But uh, he essentially is, uh, you know, he murders this mentally disabled child. His, his girlfriend's on, his girlfriend's younger brother. Which, in fairness, he who has not or she throw the first stone, right? Of murdered. Course. You know how you all you, you <laughs> murdered uh, Rachel, your friends. You better, right? um, I'm not We've all murdered. Have we not? Okay. Oh, okay, Rachel. All right, cool, Rachel. Whatever. No, I'm just gonna take that one back then. Rewind. But uh, yes, he's committed this heinous crime, and the whole and people movie, are trying to understand why. Correct. Correct. Right. Um, yeah. But in in because of the nature of the crime. Everybody talking about it is like, yeah, he's the dude who killed that retarded kid. And they're and just only like, talking about his father. Yeah, and you and like, well, because the dad, his, Kevin Spacey, famous, famous writer. Yeah. And every but every time they dropped the word, I was just like, ooh, yeah. Ooh, Can ooh, we also like, talk about how loud the soundtrack was? Like so yeah. loud. Well, that, that was also. I don't even know. I'll give the movie the pass on that because that was also a super trendy thing in every <laughs> indie movie from like. Oh three to like you gotta 07. blame it a little on Donnie Darko, right? Sure, because it's, it came out right before. Probably and it's, the soundtrack's so heavy. Probably in Donnie perfected Darko. with and Garden State. Not that it's true. Good right. point. Yeah. Not well, that no. the soundtrack in Donnie Darko is bad. I think it's very memorable, as a mm-hmm. matter of fact. But I think it in speaks to this thing of like yeah. in Garden State yeah. of you know some you know and as much as you might not like Garden Garden State, obviously Garden State has this reputation now of kind of being heinous it. and I whatnot. I still kind of defend it. I think it's legitimately pretty funny. I think there are, I think you were kind of lying to yourself mm-hmm. if you if you're saying now that it was terrible and you liked it then because yeah. in truth it's the first thing of its kind. There are like, some inspired scenes yeah. in it. I, I'm not gonna say it's the greatest movie God ever made, but like. I think it's in the hate. The vitriol now is is not worth the wait. I think people of, do it as like a fun thing, right? You know, right. I think people do it as like it's fun to hate. It's like, on it's like Nickelback, right? Right, exactly. Yeah, I mean, Nickelback that. is 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 not great, but yes, I think but, there yeah, are they that bad? Right? Are they the worst thing to yeah. ever happen? Yeah. Um, this is the <laughs> no. Nickelback the podcast. podcast. <laughs> yeah, this has become a well, another twist <laughs> on the B side podcast. Nickelback, baby. Um, no, but I think with Leland, yeah, to your point about the soundtrack, it is oppressive. It's so yeah. loud. It's and I don't even mean yeah, because I love. I think music is so important to storytelling. But it was just like literally too loud. Yeah, I don't even know if I would have. Maybe I would have felt different. Yeah, that's always funny. I always wonder: is it just like mixed badly? Because yeah. it's true. It's like I had an experience. I saw. I saw Jordan Peele's new movie Us recently, <gasps> and it was one of those things. As where, of this recording, Us, as of this, Us came out yesterday. Right, Us will Us will have been out, and you, hopefully, you all very very much enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Me and my wife Kelly saw it. But you know, the, I'll just say it, the presentation at the theater we saw it at was subpar. Hmm. Nothing you can do about it, right? The sound was a little too low, and it was a touch out of focus, right? Uh, we're like, the, you know, like we're just, it was. In focus enough to be in focus, but soft, right? And that always sucks, right? And it's always funny with a movie. I would wonder if you saw Leland in theaters, was the mix like that? But regardless, it was how you watched it, Mm -hmm. and that affects the viewing experience, which is a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, I mean, we don't have to linger on this movie too much longer, but it, 
Oh, Rachel, you you want to linger on it? We can, no, we can. I, no, that <laughs> was the pain. I was like rewatching can, it in my That was brain. relief. We that was can. We'll, we'll relief. go through all 50 United and States then, of Leland. Oh, gosh. Um, there has to be more, I feel. So he, his voice, speaking of the Gosling voice, it is Oh, because, hey, maybe I'm oh, Leland. I'm Leland, Leland, and I killed him. Hey. Yeah. I don't know why I, did I love this competing, terrible I Gosling I voice. I think you win because you have the sort of- No, I think Rachel was sneaky, the winner, I think. Connor's really putting it on, but I think Rachel was true- yeah. I mean, you are the actress in the room yeah, here. Let's acknowledge fair. that. that. Fair. Um, um, yes. No, he he does sound the most like a baby goose in this movie of all the Ryan Gosling baby goose voices. It He's feels like, intentional. Baby goose, like just yeah, oh, I mean, no, 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 yeah, it is. Yes, he is making a short, like a very he made it. Yeah, and we we <laughs> for every it. state. Does he um, make a choice? Carrie Washington's in this movie. She is. For she's four, the best thing in this yeah, movie. Yeah, she is, and she's in it for. I mean, four she's seconds. the best thing in most of the movies she's in. Because even when I was doing the Julie Styles mm. almost movie star pod cast, I mm-hmm. um, uh, thank you mm-hmm. for listening. I you all should. I don't know if and, and maybe I'm terrible. I'm, I'll say it now. We I talk about Save the Last Dance, of course. And she, Carrie Washington's the best part of that movie. Yeah, she's great. She's the friend mm-hmm. and has her own scenario and her whole drama. She's pregnant, she's pregnant da da da, and yes, you know, yes. and uh, it's great, 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 great. Oh. Carrie Washington, wonderful. Yeah, we'll so, do an episode on her. One yeah, day. we should definitely. Our song? Can we talk about our song? I don't know if I know. Our song. <gasps> What's our song? It was like her first movie ever. Whoa, seventeen like or sixteen. E- educate, please. Yeah, yeah um, it about. takes place in the Bronx. I think she's like. Pass. No, she, she's like <laughs> continue. continue. <laughs> I, I haven't watched it since I was young, but I loved it then. She was like one of a few like Dominican sisters. Oh. Um, so that's when they let her play. Our song. Yeah, it's All great. Right. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. And is it like? A, is it just one of those movies like a, almost it's a like coming a, of age? Like a coming of school. age, like hangout movie. I think she's like, like in a drum line. No, it's oh. pretty intense. Oh. Um, she's companion, not the main character. A companion to Nick Cannon's drum line, perhaps. It's like a movie if, I love. If you, if you if you put that movie's face in the dirt. Yeah, isn't it? No, I love song? drumline. Is, isn't yeah, it a no, little but, weird that oh, oh, like rough it up? Oh, oh so it's like a rougher drumline. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I can, uh, can be honest and say I don't know what drumline's about. It's about a drumline. It's about a thing. <laughs> no, it's about a like. It's. I think it's about like. Is it an Atlanta-based marching band? That's in in truth. I was a marching band in high school, so I kind of know something about this. Uh, in that area, as I as I recall, it is very competitive, and very impressive, right? Yeah. The dances and whatnot, and the music itself. Mm. And Nick Cannon of of underclassman fame, if you remember that, Whoa. that action Whoa. high school movie, he is in the drumline and a very talented drummer. It's and weird that Ryan Gosling's not in that movie. That movie. Yeah. Directed by Charles Stone III, underrated director, um, and that movie is underrated in itself. Great performance by Orlando Jones. Orlando he is actually who plays yeah, he's the, the band teacher, leader, the yeah. band leader. Thank oh, you. Wow. Yes, yeah, and really Megan much. Good. Yes, giving yep. a very Wonder Megan Good performance. Yep. Not so, a Megan great so performance. All <laughs> good, but a Megan Good Megan, one. Right down the middle. Uh, Megan Good. Quick shout out. Good performance in a little movie called Maybe You've Seen It, Maybe You Haven't. Waist Deep. Anybody? No. no. I believe it's the game and making good it's the game the act, the, act, the rapper the rapper the game i Whoa. believe is that i'll cut Netflix? this out if i'm wrong so i'm just Netflix? gonna say yeah. it yeah, but i think i'm right and making good and i'll tell you in waist deep making good is making great wow. and i'll just and i'll leave it there wow is it because um, she's next to the game 
<laughs> probably. That's she's like, probably. That's actually she's probably well also, said. She's probably also worthy of an almost movie that's star. Well said. Episode. Eh, I just, but I think she still has a shot. She's still in yeah. all these good things. And, up. Yeah. No, and I feel like she's like I feel like the bl- black the black community has its own like equivalents. Yes. Like Meg, we have like our own Meg Ryan, and I feel like Megan Good is like our. Wow, what am I gonna say? She's sort of like our hot girl. You know what I mean? Like, well, so because you have like Nia Long, like, right? Yeah. Sonal Lathan. Who's like your, yeah. Um, you have, well, obviously, the, you know, your Regina's. Yeah. Right. Regina. Yeah, 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 both of the King Regina's. and Hall. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Um, who I think are Completely. like these now very accomplished, yeah. obviously, as they have grown and grown and grown as actresses. You have and Davis. Got opportunities. You have Davis, who's like the streep, probably. Yeah, Viola, yeah, well, Viola's I mean, the streep. Viola's. Yeah. I mean, it's Viola also, yeah, I mean, but yeah. My God. Yeah, Viola's her own force of nature, but... um. Yeah, you're right. Megan, Megan Good. Good's probably like our Megan Fox. Do you know who Ooh, I would... That is a good comparison. Yeah, I... And Megan, I'm not even Megan, trying to be punny. Megan Good's better than Megan Fox, yeah. right? Um, I don't... Maybe. Yes, yes. You think? Yeah, I think so. But I think that's a good... Yeah, I think that's Equivalent. a... Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was going to say that Ryan. Megan Good <laughs> is, I think, an equivalent to Michael Ely in the world of... Uh, okay. Right? Did you say... The, they like, are like the homecoming queen and king. king and queen. For yeah, sure. Yeah. For totally. sure. I like Michael Ely. I think Michael Ely is, yeah, I like him better than Handsome Ely. guy. Yeah, maybe. Very that's handsome. Probably yeah, the handsome reason. man. Pretty man. Yeah. Um, what's next on our list, Connor? <laughs> well, uh, just. Waist ra- deep? Yeah, rap- yeah, right. Rapping up Leland. Leland, yeah. Leland needs its own episode, to be I honest. I think Leland is uh, probably the worst movie we're going to talk about yeah. right now. It was so hard watching um, that. Because even Murder by Numbers is, is, is boring, but I can. I can, like you said, the, the components, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's got things in it that you're like, well, there's yeah. all, you know what, Murder by, not to go back to it, but you know what it did make me want is right. a season four of True Detective starring Sandra Bullock. Oh, wouldn't wow. she just, wouldn't she just I'm, slay? I'm there for that. Right? Yeah. I'm there for it. Um, if you're listening, Nick, that's just make it happen, Mr. Pizzolatto. <laughs> um, but yeah, so after, uh, after Leland, thank God, Gosling. Gosling becomes the big goose yes. with the notebook. Goose, they're goose yeah. in that, oh, they're four. Goose in that film. Yeah. Rachel McKay, God bless. And hated, they dated. And you hated each other on set, though. Hated, famously yeah. hated each other whilst VMA filming. Kiss. And then that, oh, that VMA kiss. Everyone's I actually recently uh, was trying Kissed to find a clip. somebody at the VMAs? <laughs> I was trying to find a clip for the Colin Farrell podcast, mm-hmm. and I was having trouble with it, but in the midst of this search, I did watch the... Rygaz, Ray J, yeah. kiss multiple times. It was, it's yeah, you can't watch it just it's once. Cute. It's cute. It's cute. It just once. Um, Notebook's a big hit. Makes eighty million domestic. Obviously, still has a following. People love it. And I think, uh, excuse me, Dan, it made eighty-one. Uh, apologies so. once again. The letter has <laughs> been submitted. Uh, but um, uh, yeah, I you know I think is a very um. It's become a mild, minor classic, right? In, yeah. In, in pop culture, right? I think the reason I equated it to Titanic obviously isn't because of the magnitude, but I think it had that that coupling that Titanic had where Titanic was coupled with Leomania, and mm-hmm. that's partially what like drove it. And mm-hmm. I think that's exactly what happened with The Notebook. I think... I don't think people were necessarily completely in on Gosling yet yeah. as a as a heartthrob, and then and then the Notebook happened, and whether he liked it or not. Well, and then there's was, a break, right? What what happens well, then after? He does, so then he does uh, 05. He does Stay, 
Right, which nobody with sees. McGregor. Which nobody, I kind of like. Nobody really sees you. Have you seen Stay? I have seen Stay. What do you think about Stay? I, I saw Stay again in high school, so this is me speaking for oh, high man, school brain. Oh, man, you just love Rye Guys. I did. I did my work. Um, I did like it. It was weird. It's a good, it was him you know, weirding. written by David Benioff, who would would go on to give us Game of Thrones or or adapt Game of Thrones, and also wrote the book Twenty Fifth Hour and then the screenplay Twenty Fifth Hour, Ooh. which is the great Spike Lee movie. Mm-hmm. So it's a twisty script. Uh, I think it's fun. Uh, stay. It's kind of like Fracture in that it's this um, it's this genre movie. That isn't certainly the best of its kind, but definitely it's it's super entertaining, mm-hmm. uh, I think. Um, and probably something we should have chosen to dive more into because nobody saw it. And yeah. it, kind, it kind of is a little bit of a, a B-side. But then he follows Stay Up uh, with, a, um, with a movie called Half Nelson, uh, which mm-hmm. is an amazing movie. So great. Um, it's an amazing performance. Uh, he got nominated for an Oscar for it. And it's kind of, I think that in and of itself is a little marvelous when you think about it because the movie basically made $2 million domestic. Wow. Nobody saw it. Um, and it uh, it came from uh, Ryan Fleck and Anna Bowden, who just recently made Captain Marvel. Um, so I guess good for them. The uh, They also made, uh, have you seen Mississippi Grind? I haven't. Ooh, that is a. Who's in Mississippi Grind? That is the other Canadian Ryan. Ryan Rod Reynolds. Reynolds. It's Ryan Reynolds and Ben Mendelsohn, Ooh. and it's it's a great movie. I it's love this. Movies. It's like a. It's like a. It's sort of like um. Do you know California Split? No. It's sort of like California Split for those listening who have se- have seen that. Um. It's just this. It's this gambling movie where they basically go on a gambling tour. Hmm. Uh. Ben Mendelsohn believes that uh, Reynolds is his like lucky charm essentially and reynolds is sort of this like super charismatic um guy who comes out of nowhere a little bit of a cad Hmm. uh but mendelson they have basically that they develop this bromance and they go on this sort of gambling tour on the mississippi river to kind of get uh mendelson out of hawk basically um and it is uh it's i think it's ryan reynolds best movie Hmm. it's his best performance when was this 2015 okay um Yeah, and it's uh that's a great movie. Um, not to divert from Half Nelson, but yeah, it's uh they I mean they I think as directors have a have a knack for really just like squeezing um squeezing a performance out of uh mm-hmm. out of somebody. And I think especially with Half Nelson, it it definitely shows it it kind of I think that what while the notebook not unlike Leo, I think while the notebook put him in this place of like, oh, who is this yeah. super handsome dude? Um, Half Nelson was like, oh, he's arrived. Yeah. And he's like someone who is serious business. So great. Um, and good. then he follows Half Nelson up with Fracture. Fracture. Yeah. Um, I can. So I didn't I had not seen Fracture okay. until we, we prepped for this. And um, what did you think? I really liked it. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I I'm a sucker also for um for like legal thrillers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's sort of it's a it's like this part of that genre, the larger genre of like adult entertainment that like doesn't get released wide anymore. Yeah. Um and uh yeah, I don't know. So I kinda love them. Like I love the firm. Um the firm's, yeah, the firm's good. I love a uh, few good men. I let you oh, know few good, yeah. Uh all those, right? Pel- Pelican brief. I love, yeah. you know. Um, but the, it all, that, that said, it is a little weird that Fracture is not credited in any way, shape or form to John Grisham. Um, yeah, it should be. Right. It feels, it feels like a Grisham movie. Um, 
And uh, yeah, well, I mean, what did you think of it, Rachel? Wait, had you seen it? I had seen. Yeah. Have you seen? Yeah, it? Like, have you not? We've these... covered this. She's... No, but so you had seen she's... all six. All yeah. six, I'd seen. And so you were rewatching all. I rewatched, of them. but wow. it was, so, it was like a were we all rewatching or... all of them? What's up? Had you seen all of them? The only one you hadn't you seen. Had was had I hadn't seen Fracture. You had not seen Fracture before the No, I hadn't seen Fracture. I hadn't wow. seen the the slaughter rule. Uh, and, so Connor's and those wow, yeah, wow. Yeah. I think I, I think I had seen all six of these movies multiple times. Oh, multiple! <laughs> You've watched the slaughter rule. Multiple I think times? I have. I really think Lina? I have. Yeah, right. That's even more important. <laughs> no, You've not Leland. No, 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 not Leland. Not Leland. No, 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 not Leland. Shut up, Dan. Have one time is like times? seventeen times. One, okay, one time counts as yeah. Five. That's I'll true. Take, Leland. I'll take I, your Leland. next letter of resignation. <laughs> yeah, my for fifth. those for those keeping keep count, count. I have a, just a stack. I have a dictionary's worth of yeah. letters of resignation. Well, I'm writing them on very thick paper, yeah. also, so that's <laughs> very yeah. official. Um, it's the good cardstock. Um, Gregory Hoblet, who we talked about in the Colin Farrell. Pod. Yeah, direct. Yes, and because very capable director. Yeah, because Hoblet um directed Hearts War, which was which we kind of pan another legal little legal thriller. I was not far less interesting. Than no, 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 no. Sure, sure, sure. Um, but Hoblet is one of those dudes, and we've talked about these kind of directors a lot on this podcast. A, a good workman director, like makes. Yeah, so he basically has made, right? He made Primal Fear, yep. which was a very kind of a fun, twisted um, law thriller with a breakup performance from Edward Norton and Richard Gere. Laura Linney's in that as well. And then he made Frequency. Mm-hmm. Which, which I is, also like. Is a personal kind of a, fave, yeah, fun right? Jim Caviez and Dennis Quaid. And then, oh, Dan, he's in those commercials. Oh, he is. He, he is. Looks great. He looks great. He looks is it pretty, insurance? Is that what it funny. is? I believe it is. Yeah. I really want him to. I want to hook him he, up with yeah, my no. daughter. Is a thing. Is a cool oh. I, I know. I is he single think, or what? I think he is. I googled oh, it. Danny, 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 buddy, if you're listening, what's your mother's wow. name? Bridget. Bridget. It's like Bridget, but French. Ooh. Wait for real? Yeah. Wow. So he would go for that. Danny, Bridget. Danny and Bridget. So, Bridget. Frequency. Right. Hearts War. And then what was the, it was Hearts War, Fracture. I'm forgetting one, but he made this movie Untraceable with Diane Lane, which I have watched. And it's like kind of a sloggy, ultra violent internet hacking cyber thriller. Kind of a shame it's not very good. Um, me and my wife Kelly have this thing we do. I think I've mentioned this on one of the podcasts before. When we travel, we'll pick an actor or actress. And we'll have we'll pick like five of their movies, and then on the trip, th- that'll be the stuff we watch. I love that. It's actually I do recommend it because it's nice because it's a, another thing, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, we're going to oh, we're going to Cape Cod, right? Like, who are we gonna do? We're gonna do it's Kate like Hudson. Wi- it's right? like a wine pairing, you know. You, know what I mean? well, you get to like no, and it's nice because you can pick people. Like I've seen a lot of movies in my day. Kelly has not seen as many, but I, I always it's it's nice to be like like for Kate Hudson, for example, we watched The Skeleton Key. Yeah. Crazy underrated movie, it's great like, thriller. She had never seen it. It's like one of those good Twilight Zone, right? It's movies. basically Get Out, right? And this yeah. has been talked about. It's basically Get Out, except you know, with different you know racial, yeah, kind of almost like the opposite racial components in in a way, mm-hmm. not as problematic as that sounds. But there's this voodoo thing happening. In it whatever. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a big spoiler, but good movie. Recommend. Question for you about this game, this game or this thing you do yeah do you pair the person do you think of like where you're going because i feel like the person oh, that's you pick int- would color your experience you know, of the place you're going that's right. funny that's you a know? funny question not really though i would be curious to think back and like try to like 
subtext it. Yeah, like, do we like, in like, some way? We fought that whole time when we <laughs> watched Michael Fox. Like, for example, we did Richard Gere uh-huh. when we were in Iceland. Okay. What does it mean? Right? right? Well, he's a he's in the fox. He's an icy fox, fox guy, so maybe. We did Steve Martin. I can't remember where, but we did Steve. We did Goldie. Oh, wow. You know, we've done a bunch. Jake Jill. Have you done, the, in, have you done like, the entire one. Goldie Hawn Hudson family? Have you done Kurt Russell yeah. yet? You're right, because we did Kate. No, yeah. not Kurt. Kurt would be good. You Kurt's, could do Kurt, then Kurt's you could do Wyatt. Thrill. You know, you could Kurt, just cover Wyatt. the whole thing. Wyatt, <laughs> Wyatt doesn't have enough yet. Kurt, could we do like five movies? Kurt would be a great one. Because um, there's definitely some thrillers. And some exciting movies in there that Breakdown, Kel bro. definitely hasn't seen. Breakdown, the mean season. Yeah, um, yeah a couple of them. Um, anyway, Fracture. Anyway, Fracture. <laughs> no, so uh, directed by Gregory Hoblet. It's a, I think it's a really capable little thriller. I think it's pretty compelling. Um, Gosling plays this hotshot young um, Texan. What yeah, state are they I'll in? get to that in a second. <laughs> I do want to buy you, right? Wanna, yeah, yeah, I do want to talk like, about that. Will it beat you? Yeah, will it beat you? Yeah. 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 Like, wow. What plantation do you? Here's the thing I love about legal thrillers: they are an excuse so for, for awesome names. It is Willie Beecham is like a Django Unchained, like Don Johnson's name or whatever. Yeah, it's true. Um, it is so much. The this movie's a little bit much. I, and it, like, uh, oh, but, but it's in a fu- fun. No, but in, in a, a great fun way. way. No, yeah, yeah. Way. I, it, 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 in I'm like a trashy, it. fun way. Yeah. Um, the yeah. Uh, So yeah, so basically he plays Willie Beecham. He's a young, hotshot junior DA. And he is about to basically move away from being like a the, the DA's office yeah. into a, a you know hoity-toity private law firm uh, working under uh, Rosamund Pike. Pike. Working under Rosamund Pike, if you know what, what I mean. Yeah. Um, no, they're a pretty good pairing, actually, I think, if you're trying to get somebody Yeah, Pike who's... had a slew of roles like this before she kind of – and even still, I feel like she's still trying to solidify herself as a full-fledged leading lady – which is insane to say after the performance in Gone Girl, mm. but she had a slew of this. Like she was yep. a Bond girl. Yep. And it's weird to say Gone Girl and then Bond Girl, but she was a Bond girl in Die Another Day. Where she sleeps with 007. And in this movie, he walks into a courtroom in a tuxedo and someone calls him 007. Oh, wow. So she's technically kind of slept with 007 twice. There you go. That's why great. we pay him that is great. the medium bucks or the, <laughs> the nothing no, the bucks no dollars. at all. That's why um, you pay me free ninety nine. <laughs> nothing right. bucks. Um, no, but but no, he, yeah, it's good. He, um, he essentially, uh, yeah, he goes to work for Rosamund Pike, but basically, just as that's sort of coalescing, he is dropped. He gets one this, last case. He gets one last case, and that case involves. Antonio. Hopkins. A- Antonio Hopkins. Yeah, Antonio. We should call him. That. Yes, yes, Antonio Hopkins. Anthony. Anton Anthony, Hopkins. Anton Hopkins. Um, Hopkins. Uh, Tony Hops. Yeah. Um, he, so what's his name? Ted Crawford. That's oh, it. That's wow. the name. Wow. Great. Hang on. Fact checker. All right. It's being fact checked, but basically, Ted Crawford. I believe that's his name. Ooh. He is this very rich aeronautics guy. Yeah. He's like a genius, genius guy. God, you're right. I uh, knew it, yeah. bro. And He's anyway, he him. kills his wife. And Beth Davis. His wife, yeah. yeah. Who is, Miss Honey. Who Miss, is, Miss Honey. Honey. No, yeah. yeah. Um, I had a huge crush on him. Beth, who's also an like army of darkness, time. right? Beth. Yes. Yeah. So he kills her, younger woman, who is... Well, he, who is this is important. He shoots her. Right, okay. It's important. Yeah. It's very he important. He shoots You're her right. basically like through the cheek. Yeah. Well, through she, the head. Yeah, yeah. But 
and it and it puts her in a coma. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he essentially covers it up in a way that you're not quite sure what he's doing. And he from the the movie opens with this, by the way. The movie opens with like her having this affair, affair with Billy Burke, him, like washing himself. Billy Burke, and... who's also kind of pretty good in it, I think, uh, shows up in a fun Billy way. Burke also in Untraceable, a Gregory yeah. Hoblet, Hoblet mainstay. Yeah, um, yeah. It's a good setup. It's the beginning. You don't really know what's going on. She's doing one thing. He's doing another. Then you realize they're husband and wife right at the moment he shoots her, basically. Yeah. And then you get Willie Beecham. He's doing his thing like we talked about. Hotshot guy going to another thing. And then, basically, it's an open shut case, right? right. Yeah. This guy killed his wife, admitted in the room. Yeah. But spoilers, not. it's not. not. You know what he finds out? Case. There are fractures. Fractures. It's an egg. He is. Yeah, oh, he actually, egg. I looked oh, up the, the etymology of the word fracture. Is yeah. who I am. Sure. And it's very. It's a great title for that film. Go for it. Wait, um, I don't remember. Okay. No. But it. But it. Yeah, you should watch. Can't this, set it up like that. The film. Then... <laughs> I'm trying to get. I'm not going to do the people's work for that, guys. Smart. Smart. Um. His, no. So his secretary is also now famous. Zoe. Zoe Kazan. Kazan. Yeah. Zoe Kazan. Which, uh, who I did not recognize. And credit to my girlfriend, she was like, "Oh, that's the girl from The Big Sick." And yeah. I'm like, "No, that's not." Yeah. And then I looked it up, Zoe. and she was right, and I was wrong, and she's gonna love that I just said that. <laughs> um, the yeah. So he picks up the case. It's it's very um. It's obviously confusing to everybody involved how forward Anthony Hopkins is being. I think Hopkins is having a lot of fun in this movie. Um, oh, totally. Both of them are doing curious accents. Hopkins yeah. slips in and out. Yeah, right. Scottish? Why? There's no There's no reason for it. Yeah. And the same way Willie They're... Beecham is like from Texas yeah. or down Louisiana south. Louisiana or whatever. Yeah. Antebellum South. And there just isn't. Right. For, <laughs> for a dude like Gosling who basically his entire career faked an accent, it's weird for him to just not do that voice. Yeah. Because he's very charismatic in this movie. He's very good. I would, I would argue... Other than the notebook, this is like a great follow up in terms of like, no, this dude can be. A and this movie, movie performed well. I mean, yeah. it wasn't a monster hit, but for a movie like this in 07, yeah. where already they weren't really making movies like this all the time, it performed more than it over uh, overperformed. It was like this and Runaway Jury were part of like that last festival. Yeah, and Runaway show. Jury did not perform as well, right. right? So that's my point. Fracture, I think, in the world of Runaway Jury. Uh, fracture, I think, was a bit of a surprise. And fun. both feature interesting scenes where you have two kind of pretty great actors going head to head, right? In mm-hmm. Runaway Jury, you have Dustin Hoffman and Gene Hackman acting against each other for the first time in a really good three minute scene in a bathroom where they're like competing forces in this game of jury, you know, rigging, rigging, basically. basically. Yeah. And in uh, Fracture, you have a kind of young buck, old buck tit for tat scene in an interrogation room when Ryan Gosling doesn't know what he's up against and uh, that's pretty great too and that's actually to your point with the egg thing that's Mm -hmm. where the movie basically gets its title because Mm -hmm. uh, Hopkins you know talks about when he was a kid he was so sort of fastidious that he was always looking for the weak spots and things right and and in this little uncle had a farm with eggs yeah it's a weird (laughs) little setup but it's it's an it is a nice scene because it is that like Cat and mouse scene. He's Hannibal Lectering a little exactly. bit. That, I was like, Silence of the Lambs. This is that with. Yeah, he's. Yeah. I don't think he. I don't think Hopkins is trying particularly hard in this movie. He's not really. I don't no. want to say he's phoning it in because he is having fun, and I think it's a good little performance. 
Um, but he is definitely kind of like yeah. in cruise control a Completely. little bit, just kind of just basically wiping the floor with Gosling. I think. Yeah. I don't think Gosling's bad, but I think just Hopkins kind of shows. Yeah, in the nature of the characters. Yeah, you know, for sure, for sure. To, you know. Um, and then everything kind of you know things inf- unfold. Um, I mean, do we want to spoil? Do we no. I don't know. Maybe not. No, it, it's, this it's, is it's a fun so one. Scene, yeah, I feel this like. is a fun one, and it's worth seeking out. Um, what I do, the one thing I do think is kind of funny is. Uh, Gosling's performance in this slips into this mode uh, that I think almost it puts it in like a genre, a weird like subgenre with uh, with the Lincoln lawyer. Um, it's a yeah. very and it's funny because because not Matthew McConaughey, Josh Lucas is in the Lincoln lawyer. And I, oh, really? I feel I like Josh Lucas that. missed Fracture by like four years. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think. Well, you're saying Josh Lucas is the other lawyer in the Lincoln Lawyer. Correct. Right. And 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 McConaughey is is the Lincoln Lawyer. Correct. And I think somebody like Josh Lucas, not just because he sort of looks like Ryan Gosling as well, I think could have probably played this role and been fine. But I think he's just too, he was probably too old to be like the junior DA. And look, something Bill Simmons says on his, one of his podcasts, The Rewatchables, which me and Connor listen to uh, every once in a while. Is that's like a market correction, right? Like yeah. I think Josh Lucas got market corrected by other actors like him. Like mm-hmm. he had his Sweet Home Alabama, mm-hmm. and then it never. For every Sweet Home Alabama, there was a Ryan Gosling to kind of pre- prevent, you know, or bad representation. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. You never know Whatever these things, be, but yeah. Josh Lucas lives in Harlem. Is just what I want to know. Oh. I see him often on my block. Oh, he's he's right there. He's doing well. Oh, he's right. Up. Oh, hey, jo- Josh. Yeah, Josh, come over, Josh. Come on over, Josh. Come on over. He seems really happy. Does he seem happy? He That's does. Nice. I had one encounter with Josh Lucas, and he seemed lovely when I was interning at an independent film uh, little company. Hmm. And he came in to take a meeting with my boss, and he asked for a coffee. And I got him one, and he was very grateful. Yeah. Thanks, Josh. He's on a Broadway yeah. show, too, I think. Josh was he really? Was. Yeah. Yeah, see? So he's he's, got, he was he's the got chops. Yeah. He seems nice. He's got chops. He's not, he doesn't seem like a, like, you know, like a, a Matthew Fox, who is like one of those almost leading men dude, but mm-hmm. then is, is sort of famously not great. So, like, you kind of get it. Yeah. Lucas just seems like a really nice dude. So, it's it's a little bit of a bummer, I think, for him that he never He really did star on the NBC show The Firm based on the movie The Firm, based on and the novel The Firm. And we're back. Back to The Firm. Um, so, Fracture, let's not say too much more about it to give it away. Yeah, Hopkins wins it, but Gosling proves he can be a movie star. Yeah. And then what is it? We have Lars. Right. So then he follows it up. And I don't know if actually, forgive me, I don't know if I mentioned this at the top in our little roster, but then we have Lars and the real girl. Yeah, this is a surprise. Which, Lars, surprise. Whoa. Uh, and that girl is real. Spoiler alert. <laughs> kind of. I would say almost not a, a B-side. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's because true. it's he almost got an Oscar nom. He got other he got noms. A Globe, right? He got a yep. Globe. Um, did he win? The Craig Globe? Gillespie directed it. I think he um, did not. You have Emily Mortimer. You have Paul Schneider. Yeah. It's basically about a withdrawn man who is Patricia Clarkson. Patricia Clarkson. Thank you. Oh, she's great. A withdrawn man in Middle America, basically who. In his sadness, built from some things in his past, but also just a general malaise. Yeah. Um, his mom died. His mom died, right? Um, that's the, the more specific thing. He uh, begins a romance with a a, a fake a blow-up doll, right? Yeah, a sex doll. Yeah, a sex doll. And Though the sex is kind of not, not a big no, this, part of no, it. This right? movie is Because he's a Christian in it, which yeah, is yeah, a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's like if Frank Capra directed yeah. a movie about a sex doll. It's a... And I think, I mean, I think it's kind of, it 
this the sex doll thing I think is obviously smart. It's not like he takes a mannequin and you know because yeah. I do think it's like a very realistic subversion of you know like this movie isn't that twee or wholesome that it's gonna like ignore that kind of aspect to it. Yeah, which I think is smart. I was expecting not unlike our Garden State uh, segue there. I was expecting to rewatch this movie and hate it. I didn't like it the first time. That's a thing. Okay. Ooh. I had an evo- I did not like it when I first and, saw it. And so as you a rewatched child. it? And I rewatched it. And I was crying at several points. Yeah, it's so I, good. Yeah, I was I I rewatched it. I I hadn't seen it, I don't think, since I saw it in theaters. And um yeah, I don't know. I remember liking it in theaters and kind of just it went away and whatever. And rewatching it, I was expecting it to just really bother me. And I don't know. I'm a generally cynical person, but if you catch me in an earnest moment, I can really digest a movie like this. And mm-hmm. I guess it just did because I just, yeah, same way. I was just like very taken aback by like, oh, everybody's just so fucking nice. Yeah. And well, like, and Gilles- credit to Gillespie. He's in, and also Nancy Oliver, who wrote the script and got nominated for an Oscar. Yep. And this is her one film credit she writes she for. Done- she writes for TV. I think with Alan Ball, she did uh, uh, episodes of Six Feet Under. Yeah. And then episodes of his new show that came and went here and now. Uh, so she's around, but I think this is her one screen credit. She got an Oscar nomination. So Nancy Oliver and Craig Gillespie, it's just, they're, th- these are people who know kindness, right? Because Craig Gillespie, mm-hmm. the joke is always that this same year he made Mr. Woodcock, which was like <laughs> the gross out yeah, yeah, Sean yeah. William Scott, Billy Bob Thornton comedy. Mm-hmm. But that movie kind of got taken away from him in the editing room, so it's huh. almost not his movie, so it kind of is its own thing. And then this guy, Gillespie, made Fright Night, which is a scary movie, the remake with Colin Farrell. Shout yeah. out. We talked yeah. about it. Good. Fun. Um, you know, Great performance by Anton Yelchin, R.I.P. And he made mm-hmm. Million Dollar Arm for Disney and The Finest Hours, I think, also for Disney. So this guy is a pretty wholesome filmmaker, give or take a horror movie there or or Woodcock there. But but. And I I would argue, though, like, other than Woodcock, like, all the movies you just mentioned are, like, they're good. They're good. Yeah, capable director. Super capable movies. Kind of like a Hoblet. Very, like... He's on his way to being a Hoblet. Yeah, he's like... If they keep making... If they keep allowing him to make those Hoblety movies. Yeah, yeah, that workman, workman level movie. But... He, um, yeah, I don't know. This movie, I, it's, it's nice. I think Paul Schneider's great. Yeah. I, I think, um, I, I, this is kind of, I think, where I sort of really discovered Paul Schneider mm. as an actor. And he, I, I think he kills this movie because, uh, kills it in this movie, I should say, because he, uh, is basically the only cynic in the movie. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and like, he's so the, he's that nice, it. he's that nice audience surrogate you get where yeah. you're like, you're like, yeah, no, this is fucking insane. Call it out. Um, but yeah, no. Um, and so he does Lars and the real girl and then so he's, he's in it some more. He's like, you know, he takes, he takes some breaks here and there. But um, he well, he takes he ma- he makes all good things right, which he which that got where, pushed, got yeah, pushed back. where he plays a version of Robert. Uh, what's Durst. his last name? Thank you, Durst. Yeah. His name is not it's David Marks in the movie, but it's it's the Robert Durst story with Kirsten Dunst that gets pushed back. Comes out in 2010, but I think they shot it in 08, right? Mm-hmm. Other than that, though, he does not make a movie for three years, right? So 07 to 2010, he's basically silent. All good things comes out. Nobody sees it. It comes and goes. Um, it's a weird performance. Yeah, I... Not a great movie. Kind of an ugly movie. I just want to pause for a second and point out to our listeners, just to credit Dan here, I am the one that has box office mojo in front of me, and Dan is just like <laughs> rattling all these off. And he's correct. He's saying all wow. these things. It's a and... bit obnoxious. Don't, don't yeah. you agree, Connor? It's Go sad. It's fuck yourself. There's a power Sadly, dynamic in this room. It is 
sadly the he's only like thing gosling I have. my pit he's like he gosling me it's the only and thing i have can you is it gosling just let me have you, this gosling gosling you gosling gosling and pit were never oh big short but not really though they're not in scenes together no no, no i'm talking michael pit you're doing you're murder by numbers oh. anyway, right? you're flexing just, is what i'm, I'm saying thinking about, i'm thinking about brad pitt of course. Why wouldn't Nat- it? Naturally. Um, and then in 2010, he makes Blue Valentine. Right. Which he kind of doesn't. I think he gets. His second movie with Michelle Williams. Yeah, and he. Right. Yeah, where they actually yeah. have a scene together. I don't yep. think they have a scene together. In Leland? I don't think no, so. No, no. They never appear on screen together. But um, Well, I don't know. But if you remember, but uh, in Leland, he's that kid who murdered that retard kid. <laughs> oh, he's. Yeah. I'm just saying this from the movie. Yeah, it's not my last quote. on my mind. I quoted it. It's yeah. a quote. It's a quote from the movie. Yeah. Uh, it is. Blue Valentine. Good movie. Yeah, raw, sad. It's movie. just sad. Derek C. France. Exclamation point. Do, do you? Is it good? Like, do you think of that movie? Good. You that was good. Blue Valentine. As a, let me ask you actually, because mm-hmm. you're you're a lovely, talented actress. You're with us. We should ask you these questions because this is your life's work. What you know, performances like that, very raw, right? Yeah. When you watch that, are you? What is? You, what's going through your head? Are you like? It's it's interesting because. The thing with that film in particular, how they filmed it, like it was a ton of improv. And I remember when it came out, I was I YouTubed like crazy to to hear how they filmed it. So it actually hmm, that film in particular feels like not like cheating because it's gorgeous and I get to enjoy it. But it's I, I think I'm more impressed when you have a container that you're then making alive as opposed to this sort of naturalistic. Hmm. Um, riffing, right. which he does great, and they're at the yeah, that movie's hard and great, but it feels and she got nominated. Yes, he did not. Huh? Yeah, and it, it's I, he got kind of he got kind of swept under the rug a little bit. I mean, she she's amazing in the movie. So and that movie also really... had that weird thing, if you recall, where it got an NC seventeen because he goes down on her, yes. yeah. and they don't cut the camera. God forbid. Yeah. Yeah. And Harvey Weinstein was that, and this was a thing he would do a lot back then. He he part of his publicity campaign for the movie was basically really kind of hemming and hawing about the NC-17 rating being like, I can't believe they're doing this. I can't believe they're doing this. And then it became a little bit. And then, well, yeah. And he was, I mean, this motherfucker was always doing that stuff. And, and he, and he, um, got it down to R, you know, really milked it, got it down to R. And I think in a way it overshadowed, you know, Thankfully, Michelle Williams got nominated, but yeah. it did overshadow the movie as a whole, which I think is well directed. And but it's an interesting point of the performances, um, where they just kind of they're riffing yeah. and it works. And they like lived in the they lived in the house in together. that house, right? In that house. I think probably a reason he didn't get nominated was because he was the only one who got aging makeup, <laughs> which yes. really took that took me out of it. Yeah. He was great, but like they yeah. gave him like a belly. Well, and it they also aged him. It was kind of weird. They yeah. aged him to look a lot like. The director, Derek C. in France, oh. which is always thought was kind of an interesting Choice. moment, hmm. like f- not Freudian, I guess, but something Ian, you know, yeah. like yeah. W- w- what's happening here. Yeah. Um, and then he swings, he swings hard the other way because he well, goes from Blue Valentine. 2011's movie star year. Yeah. yeah. And he, mm-hmm. so crazy, stupid. yeah, he goes crazy, stupid love. Which he um, said in interviews he made because after Blue Valentine he was so depressed yeah. that his therapist was like you should make something fun. Understandably, yeah. and he's and he's lovely, amazing, that charming is so yeah. great. It's, it's so like, digestible. So yeah, great. It's so, so pleasant. The best and of so, what that can be, and yes. so weird yep. if you to go back and watch it. So strange. Yeah. Like the performances are strange. Julianne Moore. Kevin Bacon's giving a very weird performance, it. but it weirdly works. It's, so it's funny. Problem, problematic, quote unquote, but who cares? Kind of, it's just very entertaining. 
And Gosling is just pitch perfect. Just it's amazing. It is, kiss. and I think obviously it's that it's that traditional comedy thing. Uh, but I and I, you know, I I don't have the nominees of that year in front of me. But like, it's Oscar worthy in terms completely. of well, just in, in terms sheer, of like comedic performances, completely. sheer enjoyment. Yeah. Needs yeah, sheer enjoyment. Black. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Carell, who I think in currently is making an interesting, hmm, you know, yeah. push to be serious, and I think you know it's interesting to see it, to see him try because Crazy Stupid Love is such a great alchemy of both. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you almost wish he could find that middle ground more, but I guess it is hard, right? It's a once again, do they make movies like that all the time? And we're not really, not really. you know. Yeah. So that's they kind come of out on Netflix it. now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And so, you know, he's great in that. But this um, is his movie star run. He's basically. got two others. He has, it's Drive, yeah. right? Which is just, about. it's cool. It's a cool movie. So, and yeah. He's, and he's that cool. soundtrack. And, yeah, great soundtrack. Yeah. Under, underperforms, but has a, a following. famous poster. Yeah. I bought our good friend Jordan Rout that poster. scorpion jacket yep. for his bachelor party. Oh yeah. And I think I have it again. Probably. I think like I. I think he wore it, it as a Halloween costume. Yes, or that's something, a, something like that. That's what it was. So that was definitely well uh, worth and it. And then for he does. Jordan. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> so then he follows up that though with Ides, uh, baby. Ides of March, which huh. is I think another little bit of an Oscar it's not play. A play. It doesn't. Right? It's not... it, it has not aged well. Can it, I say it that? It was a play. Yeah. 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 It was a play. I think called something else, right? Yeah. And they, it was called it was called something else. I can't think of what the title was, but it was Bo Willeman wrote it, right? Who gave us House of Cards? This is kind of during the, the House of Cards hot streak, um, 2011, and um, uh, it's directed by George Clooney, and it stars George Clooney as a potential presidential, or he is a presidential nominee. Uh, you know, might be the next president. He's a Democrat, but like a cool Democrat, you know, a cool Democrat. And Obama was president when this movie came out, and it's obviously kind of a clear, you know, not a, a, not a, not a, you know, one to one scenario, but the Clooney politics, as as they relate and are near Obama's in real life, Clooney himself being a big Democrat, um, his character is a lot like that. And Ryan Farragut North. Farragut. Sorry, Farragut I just I was killing fucking me. Fucking yeah. North. No, I That's knew it was, was. a, yeah, a yeah. weird name. Um, yeah, which is a it's like a lobbying reference, as I understand oh, it, yeah, in well. DC. Which I think in the world of the world, I think you got to call it the Ides of March. Uh, do many do how many people? How many more people know what the Ides of March means than Farragut North? Am I, I think I, I think more. Am I, think I misjudging more. our, they don't our t- populace? They, they don't talk about Farragut North in like sophomore year of high school. I think Julius Caesar. I guess they're you know at least like, at Julius very, Caesar is part of the curriculum. At the very you know least, I mean? they're familiar with the phrase, right? And the word March. And you know? the word but March, of course. The word March. North, too. So and, 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 and of course and Farragut. Of course, Farragut. I, used, I dropped Farragut, Farragut all the time. Conversation. So Ides of March, not a B side, so we won't linger on it. But I do think has aged badly. Ed Marshall Woods in that, isn't it? Yeah, well, and the, she's... Well, the female character in that is problematic. It's in the so... Play, and the, yeah, it's just... Her you poor know, character. You... My dad, right? Yeah. That's essentially and, well, it's My whole, dad. And then it's other stuff. And then it's like... Um, yeah, and then... Yeah, oh, yeah. And then... Um, you know who's great, though? I will say, just real quick, R.I.P. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Well, and Paul just, Giamatti. Yeah, they are both... Yeah. They're they, like the bulldogs. Yeah, they, like, destroy in that movie. But, like, Clooney's kind of... And my... He's, like, hitting a single up the middle. And I think Gosling's... Not great. Yeah. He's very intense yeah. to the point of it he, kind of reminds me not to bring back Colin Farrell once again, but we talked about Pride and Glory briefly, and I said that was Colin Farrell. They're very similar actors. I think it. I think it is worth bringing huh. up. Yeah, Colin Farrell, Pride and Glory, cop movie. 
I, I even said not necessarily that bad of a movie, but his performance it's just too much, right? Yeah. It, it, nobody reined him in, whatever it was, whatever it was. I feel like this happened on Nights of March. Rewatching it, you're kind of like, what's going to happen here? Yeah, like they kind of let Gosling go a little Gosling crazy, but. Yeah. After it does okay. It gets like a couple noms, um, right? And then, it, but it doesn't really do much, right? It's yeah, kind of the beginning of George Clooney's directorial slump. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right? He's I, never made a real successful movie since. Yeah, I like I. I mean, in fairness, I remember liking the movie when it came out. Uh, but I agree with you. It has not. It has not aged well. And he and he kind of goes from this. I mean, nevertheless, it puts him kind of in a in a matinee idol type type spot a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, or I should say maybe more prestige actor, but it's he's there, right? And he's a presence. Um, and then it's two years. And then he has a, ba- a bad run. A it, bad yeah. run. So then it's 2013. It's Gangster Squad. We get full Ryan, as we mentioned before, we get full Ryan Gosling voice in that. And movie. I'm going to put another clip of it in right here, just so we can really double down on that voice. Sarge, the whole town's underwater. You're grabbing a bucket when you should grab a bathing suit. You know? Come on, Jerry. What the hell happened to you? Hey. Same thing that happened to you, pal. But the war's over. And we don't have to fight anymore. I think that the thing that Gangster Squad tries to do and doesn't do well at all is it it yeah, just it pl- well yeah. be, be good <laughs> and full stop is no, it's, be good. It, it clearly recognizes that uh those involved clearly recognize the the chemistry between emma stone and ryan gosling and crazy stupid and love the, and they they're third they're second, second. of three yeah. but the only non-engaging one even yeah, if you don't like la la land it's can't deny they're the both, chemistry they're both yeah, bad yeah. they're both bad in it it's just it's not a good movie we'll we'll stop yeah, talking about it not. okay but only because it sounded like an order then he does uh place beyond the pines mm-hmm. which Tattooed. i yeah and it's, it's his a, hour is the best hour yeah that's how i, I always feel right he I, meets evan madness on it he's the motorcycle boy motorcycle racer stealer thiefer and i think that movie what that movie attempts i think is more interesting than what it has in it well and i think what it attempts is achieved at its height in that first hour hmm. with Gosling, I think. Once you get past Gosling, I don't think it ever recovers. Well, I really I, believe I, that. I guess what I mean is like, I, I appreciate the big swing of the scope of that movie. No, but I'm- The generational right. thing. But what and, I mean yeah. is, right, but you get what I mean. Like, I appreciate the swing, but they never- Stick the landing. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're, 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 you're doing the move and you're not justifying it in the back end in my opinion i don't think it's bad derek c in france obviously he's a blue valentine director bradley cooper's uh interesting in it i think it's an interesting performance dane dahan i think is actually dane dahan and emery cohen are they're doing something i think there's a lot of that in it i think ava mendez is actually great in it Mm -hmm. i think ava mendez in place beyond the pines and the other guys that's your prime Ava. Tremendous. That's your prime Ava. Ava Mendez is hysterical in the other guys. And and then he follows it up again with Drive Two, Only God Forgives. Uh, yeah, which look. And nobody you know, cares because it's not Drive. It's just very dry and also brutally violent, and it never really finds a middle ground. So it's it's I don't know who it's for. I, it's one of the Nicholas Winning reference movie where it's he made it for himself, right? Yeah, yeah, you know, does it feel like that? Like, he well, the just, making of the, the the movie about the making of that movie. Is he basically says than, that. Yeah, my life as directed by Nicholas Winning yes, Reffin, directed yeah. by his wife, which it recommends. Good, 
uh, filmmaking documentary. Yeah. It and does make Nicholas Winding Refn out to be uh, a bit of a dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bit of a dick. I just, uh, with that movie, uh, which did not even break million dollars um, at the <laughs> domestic box office, but rightly so. I think uh, I think it tries. Some people stand it. Yeah, I think, think I think it tries. Great. I think it tries some stuff. Uh, and a little bit of ahead of its time with toxic masculinity and things like that. I think it. I think it tries to sort of maybe parse some of that stuff out. And but I think it's unsuccessful and kind of up its own ass a little bit, a lot of it. Um, and then he takes a break. And then he takes a break for a two well years. A well-needed break. Yeah, well, another one think, of his patented breaks. I think, I think he does did, a. I think he does a course correct. Didn't he say that? There was like some interview where he's like. Oh, I think. I'll, I'll be honest, I, and this is conjecture uh, uh, to some degree, and may, maybe we can find the interview that proves this. I think. I do think only God forgives scared him a little bit. I think it was such so dismissed. I do think he kind of thought a little bit that he was making some version of another drive, mm-hmm. and it was so just deeply disregarded and in some in some, some circles hated right well he also around the same time makes directs the yeah. lost river uh, yeah which is yeah, a lost river bad no the is it oh no the yeah. sorry he directs lost, lost river, river it's a which bad is I, I mean it's truly just it feels like he directs one of his nightmares Mm-hmm. Ava Mendes is in it. No, I mean, I mean that. And not a shady is that. Well, I think, I think Christina negative, Hendricks is pretty good in it, actually. Yeah, in yeah. A, I mean it in a negative but also interesting way. Like, mm. it literally feels like if somebody was like, I want, uh, here's a budget, I had this terrible dream, you know. Mm. Ava Mendes is in this, like, truly horrifying scene that I'll never forget for as long as I live, where she's singing and then she starts doing stuff and I don't want to talk about it. It makes me sad. Yeah, oh. I'm not sad. It grosses me out. So it's a weird movie. Um, there's a lot of ugh, stuff in it. They filmed it in Detroit. There's, uh, we'll there's keep, a lot. We'll there. keep going. There's we'll a lot going. there. But he comes back. But he directs it. Good for yeah. him. You know, he hasn't made anything since. But uh, he comes back with uh, with the big short. He's having a lot of fun in it. I think he's kind of channeling Crazy Stupid Love a little mm-hmm. bit in that movie. I think he's like turning on that charm. Um, yeah. And and you know and shows up. And then he does a movie that I think is, even though people talk about it and when they talk about it, they like it, I think just continues to feel underrated. He does The Nice Guys, uh, which- Nice Guys, Rachel? No. no? You should watch it. Mark Wal- who's in that? That's it's Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. It's, it's like a Shane Black 1970s LA Got detective it, movie. It's funny, and, and, it, and it's he, all about their two performances. Yeah, and yeah. he's, it's again, it's, it's like goofy, fun Gosling, and he's, I think he's very good in it. Um, I would gladly if they made like a nice guys two with that or you know I would continue to watch their misadventures. Yeah. I think it's a really fun movie. Uh, then he does La La Land. Um, you know, gets nominated for you, second Oscar. Have you heard of it? Yeah. Do you like you fan of La La Land, Rachel? I do like La La Land. I see why I see the things that people find. I love it my, so. But that yeah. that the kitchen scene, the 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 scene the between them is great. I scene. watch that all the time. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. Very. And, yeah. Very good rendering of a fight. It was, yeah, some of the best acting I've ever seen. He, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that movie. I still like that movie. I can enjoy that movie, kind of just as a general, like, nice time. But I totally get the problems that people have with it, yeah. and, I, and I think they're justified. But I do think he and Emma Stone are great in it. I think yeah. that movie capitalizes on their chemistry very well. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw it twice in theater, so I can't. As, I believe as did I. I did too. Yeah, yeah. Um, and. Yeah, and then that brings us to our next B-side. So La La Land rises high. Next is final. 
yeah, yeah. Right. Malik. Yeah, the last this we're ending it with this. Um, it, this one's a little bit kind of like all good things, where this is just a movie that like was getting made for uh, years. Know, it was now, like, perpetually you, being shot. You said yeah. at the beginning, song, song to song, song to song as the movie. It's way different than the second version. Second uh, sorry, way different second time you've seen it. Would would elaborate? Yeah, I think the first time, the first watch of it, I was like, this is a collection of beautiful images, and I don't know. If any of these people are people, I don't know if I'm watching people. To be fair, I think that's a safe. I love Malick. Terrence Malick yeah, yeah. movies. His... That is a safe review of almost every Malick yeah, movie. Yeah, but I, I watched it again last night actually, and I was like, oh, I get the I get the story actually. Because Ryan Gosling in the in my first time, I was like, oh, he's so charming. He's good looking. I'd watch this for him. And all of his scenes were the best scenes. I think. Um, I would agree. Yeah. But yeah, but I think the second go around, you're like, oh, I get what it's trying to, what it's trying to do, and what these two, like these two love triangles, are right. aiming to teach me or show me. Yeah, that happened more for me in Night of Cups, actually, uh, which is the kind of the companion movie with Christian Bale and Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett's also in Song to Song, right? Yeah. So, I am, I am curious. I'll admit I did not rewatch it for this uh, recording of the podcast, and I, I will say. I've seen it a couple times, mm-hmm. and I do, I do want to watch it again to see if it connects with me a little bit more because, like, To the Wonder, which I now love, and Song and uh, Night of Cups, which I now really like, they 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 both took a few viewings for me. Mm-hmm. So you know, and I like Malik in that way that a lot of the film stage likes Malik. We're kind of a Malik website in a lot of ways. We're a Malik Stan Club. That's yeah, fine. We're, we're Malik promotional materials. <laughs> um, but, you know, I will say of all of his movies, I think this is my least favorite right now. Song I would agree. Song. When I So when I saw this movie, I was a little sad because I actually did like Night of Cups on the first watch. Like I saw it. And I think the other thing, like I saw that movie by myself, which I feel like is kind of maybe the right way to watch a Terrence Malick yeah, movie. It's like a very intimate, personal thing. Um, and I like Night of Cups I walked out I was like really liked it great he's still going right mm-hmm. and I saw this movie and I saw it with uh, our dear friend Teresa Scott and my girlfriend uh, God bless both of them for just being like yeah cool I'll go see that new Terrence Malick movie with you and we all kind of walked out we're like eh, I yeah. don't know and I I think a big part of it is and to your point Rachel um, I think the Gosling stuff is great. I, I think everybody in this movie, nobody's doing bad work, really. I think they all feel, uh, they all feel right at home in a Malick movie. I mean, Portman was in Night of Cups, and is I the very only Kate Blanchett for me is the only one that it feels that she never cracked it. Almost like Ben Affleck into the Wonder. It's like they never fully got on board. That's like, the only. I person. like her more in Night of Cups than I do in this. Yes, agreed. Uh, I liked her in this, but agreed. mainly because I found her as like a relief. I was like, oh, person. Yeah, right, right. People don't feel like true. people in his No, world. no, and it's very true. I think he does that. I mean, he, you know, he doesn't speak a lot on these things. I would love to hear w- w- the reasons why. But when I was rewatching it this time around, I was two things were happening i was finding things in it that i really liked that i didn't like the first time around but i also it was also a f- reaffirming things that i didn't like about mm-hmm. it and that's one of them because i think with malik's other movies like thin red line and new world definitely there is such a a like a a passion there mm-hmm. with those performances and maybe it's also just the nature of the movies um in terms of you know what they're about and what they're they're tackling but I, I think with these, everybody in this movie feels 
cold. Yeah. Well, I think, and, and it's, yeah, and it's I think tough it's a, to connect. I think when when you're yeah. watching these people go through this these love triangles, um, and it's for me, it's an easier movie to watch as I just kind of like bask in it. Right. Yeah. You just kind of let the let movie wash over. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I and I think. And there's nothing wrong with that, I don't think. I think the movie works on that level. But I, I think narratively, I'm basically with it for the first hour. And I actually was looking at the – I was watching it on Amazon Prime. And I was actually looking at the timestamp uh-huh. of like, oh, this is actually where I don't like this movie. And it is exactly at the halfway point of the movie. Uh-huh. What's when, that scene? When Gosling – so they're having their little tumultuous stuff. She cheats on him with yeah. Michael Fassbender, she being Rooney Mara. Yeah. Um and the Gosling narration kind of chimes in from out of nowhere, and he just goes, "We broke up," and it's and that's literally the halfway point of the movie. And I kind of am like, "Oh well, we've been in it for an hour. This movie probably should only have like thirty minutes yep. left, and, then it's and another there's another hour. hour, and <laughs> yeah. it's a little, it's it's a lot. I don't know. And I think, um, yeah, I don't know. I think he's great in it. I do think, and I the reason I when you brought up the comparison to Colin Farrell before I felt it was really apt is I think he and Colin Farrell uh, and Portman and uh, Bale, I think are really, really perfect Malick actors. Mm. I think there's a, there's a, I was going to say before, and I'm curious to see what you guys think of this. Cause I was thinking. Yeah, and I throw Sam Shepard in there from. Uh, oh, for sure. Sorry. Yeah. For, I'm like, I'm like forgetting. Days of half and I want you guys to talk about what you think makes a perfect. Malik after because I haven't seen enough uh, to be able to. Well, I think it's I think it's 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 a lyric it's a lyricism right that you have and you can convey physically m- or in the dialogue or wh- I think or physically yeah okay. mixed with a um, introspection which I guess I'm kind of saying the same thing but no, I mean thing. introspection in like uh, uh, perceived intelligence perceived mm-hmm. thoughtfulness right huh. so uh-huh. Sam Shepard playwright. You know, I'm not saying you need to be smart to be in, you no. know, good in a Malcolm movie, but I'm saying he he he's so he seems so thoughtful, right? So in Days of Heaven, he's the character he's is dying uh, eventually in the movie, and um, he's sad, but he's considering his life and he's falling in love with Brooke Adams, maybe, and he's considering his farm and his family and his life's work, yeah. and that is all conveyed, though he has like nary yeah. a line, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think Ryan Gosling, it's similar to. Connor's point, though I don't love song to song, and but like you said, Rachel, it is the best part because the yin and the yang of creative and commercial does live through him in a very thoughtful way. Mm-hmm. Similarly, Natalie Portman, that emotional turmoil, though she should get more time in the movie, I think it's a testament to her how much she does get out of it. Yeah, and, I, I and think... even the one scene of Holly Hunter walking yeah, after yeah, the good. tragedy happens is yeah. top-notch acting. Holly Hunter being. You know, just a god among us, but a goddess. But um, and then you have Bale. Back to Bale, Knight of Cups. I think he's the reason I love Knight of Cups. I I think honestly, though, I think Colin Farrell in the New World is my favorite Malik performance. I think Bale is my favorite Malik actor because I think him in the New World and him in Knight of Cups. There's so much happening. There's a moment in Knight of Cups that I've talked about before where there's an earthquake. It's early in the movie, yeah, and in L.A. and he has to exit his building. And the ground shaking, the camera's doing slight moves, the manual is doing slight moves to convey it, and you hear the sound. And he just gets down on one knee and he puts his hand on the ground hmm. just to like feel the earth. And it's like, that's, you know, just it feels like a normal thing uh, people would do. But when he does it in this Malik movie it's with cool. this music and this Lubeski lighting, natural lighting, 
Um, I don't know. It just feels like something you've never seen before, yeah. which is insane. But yeah. I mean, testament to performing, right? Where a great actor, actress can do that even in a moment you've probably seen a version of a million times before. Yeah. There's a, I think just in a, in a short way, there's, he has a way of shooting these, these actors that, uh, there's just a lot going on, right? Like in their face and they don't have to do much. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think in song to song, um, a few of them have that going on. I think Natalie Portman is she's... punching up in this movie real hard and like good for her because I do think like the role sucks. Yeah, it she's sucks. stunning though. She literally just exists in the movie as a tool. And I think this is why I hate the second mm. half of the movie. She exists in the movie as a tool to like give Michael Fassbender his comeuppance basically. And uh, or his like moral reckoning. And she has it... a cool little story too though. I mean her backstory is cool but I think it doesn't uh, – she feels – Kind of like what she is, which I mean, is like, sure, she feels like the fourth lead in the movie, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, which is a, she's down the totem she's pole, which is a little sure. weird. I would guarantee, yeah, I would guarantee they shot it and then and cut it out, right? Ma Class yeah, right. Classic I mean, Malik Malik thing. Hmm, and I yeah. think, uh, I think with Gosling, and the reason I wanted to talk about this in relation to like Malik actors is I think Gosling is doing something here that I think has become a punchline for him with a lot of people who aren't on board with him is that. And I don't think this is necessarily incorrect of them to feel this way about him, but I was thinking about this while watching all of these movies, hmm. is I don't know how much range Ryan Gosling has, but he has gears. Huh. And he can and he can shift into those gears very well. And when he's in a movie that can accommodate one of those gears, or with a director that can accommodate hmm. those gears, he soars and he comes off as like the, just one of the greatest working actors. Um, and I think one of those gears is pensive, thoughtful, intimate Gosling where it's like, I think drive kind of became a punchline for that. Where just that movie is full of like pregnant pauses yeah. and, but I think Gosling, so. yeah. And I think Gosling can sell something like a pregnant pause really well. I think that's why his, uh, his, I think his performance in, and it's not a B side, even though it kind of was sort of a failure, uh, Blade Runner 2049, I think he's phenomenal on that there's a moment in that movie where we get to just linger on him while he from a to b goes through in his head an existential breakdown yeah. and it's amazing huh. and i think that's one of his his better gears and then the other gear is is the crazy stupid love gosling which he kind of like puts in uh the notebook and he puts in uh the big short yeah. and the nice guys to a bit like the goofy charming uh quirky uh you know, kind of cad. Yeah. And uh, I think, I, but I don't know how much exists in between that because I think when you get the in-between, you get something like Ides of March, which doesn't really stick. Yeah, yeah. I'd agree with that. And it's so interesting though, because I think that if he stayed on the indie bracket, I wonder if people would be calling out range because there is this thing about the movie stardom where you become familiar. Mm -hmm. So people yeah. think they know you and therefore there's less just bandwidth to imagine you as another thing. So well, it, it does this weird thing. Yeah, like perception takes hold. Yeah. Right. It's like your mom, like, you know, it's how I feel when my family comes to my plays or see, sees me in like a thing. They're like, oh, but that's you. And I'm like, well, you know, it's, right, you didn't see what I was doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's I think it's proximity can sort of do you th I mean, do you like is the range versus gear? 
Yeah, I, I, does that does that I, I quite honestly does that offend you as an actor? That kind of perception. Well, if you were talking about me, <laughs> um, no, I, I'm I'm curious as to because I do do theater, and I do know that film has its limitations just because of what is possible mm-hmm. to do and not look crazy on yeah. a on a film screen. So I think I, yeah, I don't know if I agree that he doesn't have range. I don't know if I agree with that. I, I mean, I think it's a fine line. And obviously. what does range mean? Does range mean like scope of? Because you know Hollywood, they cast you as what? Well, right, and know, I, so. I guess yeah, that that's a good, that's a really good point. So and what? I, my question then would be, what is a film that you think that it allowed him a range that he didn't like meet? You know what I mean? I well, I think I, I think Ides of March is one of those. I think Place Beyond the Pines is one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the big the big factor for me is just that, and to your point, I think it's a really important caveat in what I'm saying is maybe he just wasn't allowed to, and he's just he's just given these roles that are that keep meeting the same criteria, hmm. right? Because like so, Believer, right? Sure. I think that was a yeah, huge, yeah. That was not who we see. I don't no. think he's ever played anything like that. But he. So maybe so it. maybe it is yeah. there. I think maybe it's just that he's been only given a select few avenues to really channel his, you know, the scope of his talents. But something that I thought of that you can cut out of this if it's not interesting. But what you were talking about, Dan, which I think goes along with that, um, is what makes an actor a good Malik actor is that there's this thing in acting, Patsy Rodenberg called this circles, like the circles of awareness. Mm-hmm. And you were basically describing the first circle, like what is it like to just be in yourself? And Kate mm. Blanchett doesn't really do that. And the second is like me and you, like in the room. And the third is like me and the gods in the world. And Kate Blanchett was very much in second circle in Song to Song. Mm. And Ryan does tend to be in first circle, which might be what people discern oh, see, that's with a lack of range. No, that is interesting. I don't I don't know. I should know more about these things. And that it? does, I feel like, uh, yeah, I feel like that does inform some of what I was saying. Yeah, that's interesting. He yeah. Lives, he lives in there. All right, so let's all live in either, whatever second, circle. Let's live in second circle. Let's see each other out okay. there in the yes. world. Okay, second circle. Yes, indeed. Let's live in second circle, but you can hopefully act. with Ryan Gosling, though Very it sounds close. like he's in first circle, but it's okay. Yeah. We love him anyway. And I think bring it up to the present. First man is a good indicator of where it can go. Right? Sure, new and, and new it, type of performance, and it, and it kind of I think a, a criminally overlooked movie. Um, yeah, history will yeah. be kind to it. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, now I'll say this: in looking into the future, he has no movies on the horizon. So I know might, I saw might yeah. be another little break. Might, well, he has babies. He's now. got kids. Him yeah. and Ava got some kids. You might have to wonder. Break. You have to wonder too, though, if maybe First Man was one of those. I like I'm I'd be curious to see if First Man scared him a little bit. Hmm. In terms or just of, or you just you know yeah scared or you just recalibrate and you go okay what what do I want to, you know that didn't hit or cuz he does the obvious work he or, makes the obvious choice in terms of like works with Damien Chazelle clearly they work very well together yeah. Chazelle gets a great performance out of him he gets nominated for an Oscar yeah. and of course it's Well they just, make an o- they all they both make obvious choices in making it and then make a follow up decidedly un Obvious choices in the in, execution. Ad, in the in, in the execution. So yeah. obviously, you make the Neil Armstrong biopic, but then do you, you don't obviously make it the way they made it, which yeah. is like morose and pensive, yeah. and hmm. you know, decidedly, you know, introspective, yeah. right? sure. as opposed yeah. to hey, well, isn't this great <laughs> that we did this? Yeah. You know, so and that, but once again, speaks to his, I think, general brazen ambition which i think mm-hmm. even in choosing projects you would hope he continues to do 
And, you know, in terms of what we want to see from the future, I would like another nice guy's crazy, stupid love. I think that would be fun. Mm. Right. Yeah, that, that's my simple answer. Right. Another I think, fun. I think let the pendulum, let the pendulum swing back a little bit. Totally. Like, you know. Rachel, what about you? I, it's a thing I said years ago. And by years, I mean a year. Young, Her- young Hercules <laughs> again? No, I think I need, Just Hercules I need some now. more dance moves. Can I, I didn't mention this, but he sings in every movie. Did we notice this? He does sing in most movies. He sings in and all but one. He like has a moment where he's like singing. Does he, he can't sing in Blade Runner? I don't know. I, um, I mean, more no. Maybe does he humming? Does he whistle? I don't know. No. All no. but one of the six. Yeah, that's yeah. what I meant. Which is Slaughter Rule? Does he sing? He hums. I'm he trying to think of the one he. Well, does he sings in. like the. Yeah, he kind of sings the. I think teen he doesn't chant, in like... Fracture. He does an infraction, but he does go yeah. <laughs> all the time, which he's is like, basically and he's talking. It's basically a, like singing, yeah that that Annabelle well, that Annabelle voice. Yeah, I remember the scene where it's like fraction. Oh my god, that was a weird scene. But I, right. think, I think I want, I think I want another half Nelson. I want some more indie. I yes. want, I want indie I would, gold. Uh, I I would love to see him reteam with Ryan Fleck and Annabelle. Yeah, yeah. agreed. I think that would be great. I would love that. Yeah. Um, all right, Rachel, yes. where can people find you in your life and in your work in the social world? Well, I'm auditioning a lot, but Rachel, <laughs> so, so I, find her at so audition. Find, find me in the waiting room. Say hi. We know from experience she's tremendous and wonderful. Yes. So, yes, we should yeah. say that Rachel was in uh, a short that me and Connor made a couple of years ago called Regular, which, uh, did pop into a couple of festivals, but I will be available. I gotta. I'm gonna put it on, put it out into the world, it's and really uh, uh, thank you. Yeah. Um, thank, that well, well the, thank you. Not, yeah. yeah. And thank you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but no. Uh, yeah, we'll put it out into the world with a website of my directorial things and Connor, me and Connor write things. So that'll be coming soon. I have to make that happen, hopefully with the help of the film stage people. Mm-hmm. Um, but where else? Well, my my actor website is rachelingram.org. And I made a short that yes, you know which is good. I'm um, called Home Go. It's my first that I wrote in MN, and it's called Home Going. Yes, and very so good. You can see that in pensive, pensive, introspective. Very, yeah, very. A lot of goslingy things in there. Uh-huh. And are you on the social? You on the? Um, I am on. I'm on Does Home Going have a handle? Home Going is at Home Going Film. Great. Or short film. I should be better at this. No, nah, it's fine. They'll I mean, get there. Yeah, my name's Rachel you're... Ingram. Just Google it with homegoing. Google, see, things. boom, done. Google does <laughs> all the work. SEO, baby. <laughs> so that's it, right? Any uh, final Ryan Gosling thoughts? I like him a lot. I, like I think so Connor's much. wrong about his comment, his terrible comment. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> about I'm his kidding. gears. No, I think that was an interesting conversation. The gear range no, thing. It's, good. Uh, it's a lot to think about, actually, and I've never really considered it like that, but it's a good point. Um, Thank you. Though. <laughs> I would say he has range, but you want to say a funny quip to end the episode, Connor? You always have one. So I cut, I cut it out of the last one. Yeah, you did. Not because it wasn't good. Just because I hate him. No, because (laughs) it just didn't work with like fading out. You said it too late. I did it right at the tail end. It was really all your fault. Everything. Um, All right. Well, now it's your shot. So don't screw it up. Oh, no. If I'm a baby goose, you're oh. a baby goose. <laughs> All right, well. That's great. That's it. Good night. You always stay the sweetest ropes and crush it until the petals fall.